Welcome back to Off the Cuff with Gallivant, and guess what? We have Christine Drynan here and Regina DeChico, my incredible co-host back. Regina, welcome back oh from my vacation. Gosh. Oh, thank you so much. Christy, I, kept, I couldn't wait to get back because I was like, I need to tell you about this trip. Oh my God, there's so many times that I wanted to call you. But for off the cuff guys who are listening to this, Regina and I actually do not talk about what we're going to talk about no. on the podcast. No, even yes, even when we caught up, we're like, no, we, we're planning to record, but we cannot discuss trips. I want to ask you how your trip is, but now I can finally ask you, how was your trip to Biarritz? It was amazing. Here, here's what I would say to you. You know, when you go on a vacation, sometimes you need a vacation after that vacation. Biarritz is your vacation. Biarritz, it's gorgeous. It's exactly what you want. The food was fabulous and also just so fresh. They're not serving you food that is not in season. So like every restaurant that we went to, it was like, oh, here's the seasonal item prepared in a way that maybe you've never had before. We had eggplant at this restaurant, Sherry Beebe. And then I said to myself, have I, have I never had eggplant before? What have I been eating? Why does this taste better than anything I've had before? Well, this is the crazy part about Biarritz is... Quite honestly, I had sort of heard of it. Our mm -hmm. company had done trips for other people. Yes. But until you told me you were going to be a Ritz, I was like, be a who? Like, <laughs> I didn't even know where Bia Ritz was, quite honestly, yes. on the map. So, like, I thought Bia Ritz actually was in Spain, but it's not. No, but, I mean, it's very close to Spain, which is also an amazing thing. We actually did take a trip to Spain. You're like, oh, in half an hour, 40 minutes, you can also be in Spain. You just go through the little toll booth, and then you're like, I'm living my best life right now in the Basque country. Um, but, yes, no, it's it's fabulous, and you, there is, you're still getting a lot of that French feel. So you're so still it's in France. Yes, it is in France. It's in France, and you would sort of see in the morning, which we kind of loved people would go to the bakery they'd have their two baguettes one baguette they would sort of take a bite of on the way from the bakery the other one would be from for later and then a lot of people we met a lot of people from Paris who are in Biarritz so that's also their vacation so then we were literally getting butter from the market sometimes which is the kind of butter that you're eating it like cheese Christine, you're just taking, you're getting your butter from the market and you're putting it on your bread and you're like, this is the best thing I've ever had. So you're sort of having like your, your morning, it's French, you could get your pastries, you could do what you want. And then we were doing days on the beach, I would say, which is gorgeous. And then going to restaurants at night, but just so relaxing. And so you're, you're in France, you're hearing French and yet you're like on vacation, you're having your French vacation in Basque Country. I don't know how to explain it, but it's really a fantastic combination. Okay, so just to like get a framework, because I always like to know where I'm at on the map. Yes. Um, so we have ourselves France, yes. and it sounds like to me, because Biarritz is so close to Spain, yes. it must be in the western part, Yes. and it must be in the southern part right. of France, and then we're on but the very west, but... On water or not water? On, on water, on water. It's so on water? It's on water. So we were so lucky. The hotel we stayed at, it was like a little, it was three floors, three or four floors. It almost felt like a bed and breakfast, but it, it was not by any means. But it was just, it was like Hotel de la Plage, it was called. And it was near a little beach. So we had like our own sort of little beach that I would say. That I mean, it would get crowded because the days were gorgeous. And we would just leave our room key with the front desk. They were giving us towels. And then we just walked to our little beach. And it was just gorgeous. And if you wanted to leave, like sometimes I would stay and my husband would just go back to the room. He's going to be like, I'm going to lay on the bed and look out at the beach. And I'm like, well, I'm going to stay here and just lay on the beach. So you're on the water. So this is actually a really cool part then because you're not, you're, in the southwest of France, but mm. I wouldn't say this is like the south of France, like Saint Tropez. No, no, no. Which and it so and it does like have a relaxing beach. I feel like I brought a couple flowy items to wear, and it's like that's that's the whole vibe. 
I'm like, oh my gosh, the flowier, the better. We're relaxed. I'm just like sailing through in my flow. I'm almost tripping on myself. Everything is so flowy, Christine. But, it, <laughs> but it's, it's the vibe. It was the vibe. I'm like, I have my hat on. I'm flowy. I'm just walking around. This is like my best vacation life. So I feel like that, that's the spirit of Biarritz. It's like you're on vacation. You're flowy. We never really had to get like super dressed up. But it's like sort of that amazing summer, flowy, relaxed there was there was sort of like no no like attitudes anywhere. It was just like it's like an incredible vibe, like real vacation. So this is the part like I'm getting from your your experience in Biarritz is that Parisians were there. Yes. Lately, when I've been in France mm-hmm. during the summer, it's like all Americans, it's all Londoners, it's like right. people is Israelis, and it's obviously very glamorous, cool, fun mm-hmm. people. But I'm like, where are the Frenchies? Yes. Like I want to have French people on my yes. vacation. And during the summertime, especially. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you actually no, we had did. an authentic we did. French vacation. I am trying to think, I don't even know if we met any other Americans when we were in Biarritz, or it was very, very minimal. So we were meeting a lot of people from, they're like, we came from Paris, and what was so great is it's close for them. So like, oh, we just like popped in for the weekend from Paris, and they were able to enjoy like a fabulous summer weekend. How far is Biarritz from Paris? Um, I want to say some of them are flying, but some of them might have even driven. I should I should look this up. I should look this up. <laughs> it's not in my notes, Christine, because I didn't need to be concerned with that. I mean, we... we must flew. We flew, and it was a very close... I mean, I think it was like under... It was a very close fight. It was very quick. It was very quick. Yeah, I mean, like, when you're under an hour, that means that you can actually drive in three to four. Right, and I feel like we there were people that had, like, definitely driven. But, like, that... So that's when I'm like, oh, there's Parisians here, which just makes you feel like you're... It's validated. Do you know what I mean? We're like, oh, we're in France. These are people from Paris are coming. Okay. I mean, even my favorite hotels in the south of France, when I go there for mm-hmm. vacation during the summertime, there are no French people. Right. <laughs> It's like all international. I mean, hey, I love it. I love meeting any and all kinds of people, but it's really cool. So, like, you've uncovered a place for us here at Galavan that has authentic French people vacationing there during the prime summer months. Yes, and it was, and like we said, you know, we we went into it not knowing what we what to expect, and we were so close to San Sebastian in Spain, and we knew we love, we know we love that. So we're kind of thinking, whatever happens, San Sebastian is so close, but we really fell in love with Biarritz. And when we left, we were like, we are sad to leave Biarritz. That's incredible. Because I know how much you guys love San Sebastian. And so now I have to ask, like, the question. Right. Who had better food, the French or the Spanish? And I know these are fighting words. These are fighting words. These are fighting words. And it's very different. I want to say style of eating wise. Because, you know, when you're in San Sebastian, you're, you're going from place to place. You're maybe getting a dish here. You're getting a dish there. So you're having your, like, pinchos. It's just a different style. We were definitely in Biarritz, like, making our reservation for 845 because, you know, that's that's when you eat dinner now in Europe. We're like, oh, 845, 9, perfect. These are exactly the times you want dinner. But going to, like, fabulous restaurants with amazing dishes within the restaurants. So it, it's just, like, two different styles of eating. I feel like you're putting me in a very tough spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, you know, we're calling this episode... Kissing Cousins. Right, yes. Because oh, I love, yes, exactly. We have ourselves, you know, San Sebastian, which is amazing. Yes. And Biarritz, which is not known, but they're cousins. And it's yes, all they're cousins. considered Basque country. Right. And, it's, and the food is important to them. Like I was saying, if oysters are not in season, you you will not be served oysters. You know what I mean? And the menus are rotating. Like, I was check every place we went. I'd go on their Instagram to see, like, did they post today's menu? You know what I mean? So, it, and it's like that kind of thing. Hold on. I, there's dishes I must tell you about. So you went to this one restaurant. It's E-P-O-Q. Like, per, per, it might be pronounced Epoch. We're not Epoch. sure. Epoch. 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 So it's Epoch. And then 
There was this anchovy. It looked like an anchovy tart. Okay, so it's like anchovies, but and the anchovies are from Gataria, so they're getting they're giving you the best Spanish anchovies. And then it was they were smoked and salted. There was a little kombucha. It was gelatin, and there was like on a pastry base. So it's just like this gorgeous little dish that we ate at Epoch, and you're like, this is wild. So it was like wild bites, and then they had like they were calling it a grilled cheese, but it literally tasted like French onion soup. Like if you could make French onion soup into like a little a little gratine, like it was it was wild. And then we had roasted cauliflower, and I thought of you because I know how you are with your vegetables. John and I were literally fighting over the roasted cauliflower, which does not happen. I've never said this sentence before in my life. Go on the record. We've never fought over cauliflower, but the roasted cauliflower was so good that we were like fork fighting for it. And this was at a pox still? Yes, this was all at a pox. So oh like gosh. just a wild. So that's what I mean. We would get mind-blowing dishes at these restaurants. So that was all at a pox. Then we went to this other place, Caro Fish Bar. And then we did this. It was clams and miso sabayon. And they're like, eat it with your hands. Oh, they no. make you, you just eat it with your hands and you're just sucking it out and then putting it in the bowl. And then also you realize items, they, stuff would come out when it was ready. It wasn't like we're going to put this under the heat lamp. We're going to wait until it's time. No, you ordered something. We've made it. Now is your time to enjoy. I mean, no one ever rushed us. You could do whatever you wanted. But it was just that spirit of you're, you're eating it when it's done because we just prepared it for you. This is like throwback to the time when Americans did not like overrun Yes, yes. Overrun Paris. Yes. I mean, this to me sounds so authentic. Yes, and they're eating it in their style. You know, so you would, like, we'd automatically realize, like, so everybody, when everybody was getting the clams and miso, you'd sort of see, like, oh, the restaurant, everyone that ordered it would kind of get it at the same time because that's how it was prepared. And then you think to yourself, that makes sense. So it's they're not eating the way we eat, where it's like, here's my structured courses, and then this is how I'm going to pair them. Like, and the wines are all fabulous. I mean, you're learning these are wines that I'm like, I don't even know certain some of these existed, and like the wine is fabulous. But just to eat that way, and you're not rushed. So exactly to your point, the Americans did not take over <laughs> the meal structure. That's the best way to put it. Christine. I mean, hey, the the Parisians are a tough crowd. Yes, and if they have high standards, like, and they are at these restaurants and mm-hmm. Biarritz I think that's that's very that speaks volumes right and I think so and then when we went to the Sherry BB place which is that had that the incredible eggplant they have like a, a wine cooler it's almost like a little wine cellar and your server just brings you in there so the server just brought in me and John we just walked around he pointed to different things he gave us different descriptions we said kind of what we thought we would be ordering and then we just picked a bottle out of the cellar and it was just sort of so fun. Like, I know that sounds a little silly almost, but it's like we just walked into their little refrigerated room. And I don't know, it, like, it felt like they're making us a part of everything, if that makes sense. I mean, that's incredible. So did they have printed menus that you looked at, or did they have chalkboard menus? We had we had both. But all these places would have a printed menu, but a lot of times it was the daily menu. You know, and then, of course, it's us, like, trying to translate the menu. You know, it's not always... It, and these aren't the kind of places where it's like, oh, let us get our English menu out. You know what I mean? It's oh, like us trying to... Oh, my God, even better. Yes. There's no... Yeah. So it was sort of be like, um, and it was so funny because aubergine for a while. And then I was like, it's eggplant. Because you're I'm overthinking. I'm like, what is, what am I looking at? And then it's like, you know, we're trying to use Google Translate. And then it was like, wait a minute. He's like, it's eggplant. It's eggplant. And it was amazing. Eggplant. So you just really felt like you, it was sort of like, no, we're adapting to whatever you're doing. And we think we got enough words in this description. So bring us the food item, but everything delivered. I had so many sardines and anchovies, which is not, I don't do that here. 
Like, if we went out to dinner here in America, I'm not like, oh my gosh, we'll see. Well, I hope there's anchovies. Well, I mean, the sardines are different here. Yes. Anchovies and sardines are not the same. Right. And there, I'm like, oh, please, with every meal, please bring them. Like, just, oh, I'll just have them salted and put them on this bread. I'm like, by all means, give me this freshness. And then, you know, and then, of course, you do the thing when you come home and you're like, what are we doing here in America? Like, I mean, and then, you know, your coffee, I mean, everything. But it was so, it was really, it was really fabulous. How many days did you guys spend there? Uh, I think we were there five nights and maybe six days and then just drove to San Sebastian at the end, you know, because we had to do that as well. But we were honestly so sad to leave. So... You did both Biarritz yes. and Sebast- San yes. Sebastian. Yes. And you're still raving about Biarritz. Yes. And like I said, and it was, I know this is such a silly way to phrase it, but we kept thinking, like, whatever we think of Biarritz, we always knew we were going to be going to San Sebastian at the end. But we literally, me and John kept saying, we are sad to leave. Because it was just such a great, it was great. It was, we really, I mean, like we said, beautiful, delicious, fun. And you're still getting that France feel. You know what I mean? Your baguettes, your butter, the people, the language. You're like, oh, we're still in, but not like cosmopolitan France, relaxing, flowy, beachy France. Like keeping it real. Yes. Like no pretension. No. That's exactly what you want on vacation. Yes. No. Yes. Do you think that five nights was the right amount of time or would you have spent less time or longer? No, it actually felt like the right amount of time. Cause, and it was so funny because that was another concern. Like, will our days be occupied with enough? And they were. And the thing is, we could have done more day trips. We did a day trip to Bayonne. So we we took we wound up taking the bus, which was also easy, and then went to and Bayonne was also gorgeous, and then and we had thought about even spending a night there, but it wasn't on the water the same way Biarritz was, you know. So it's like okay, but, well, we wanted our Biarritz, but no, even the the towns around there, it's like you could easily have extended it and done more day trips, but we really did love being in Biarritz. Wow. So there are very few people who put a destination on the map for me. And I will say that I have a plan to go to San Sebastian because my friend runs the cooking school there at Mimo. Yes. And now Biarritz is going to be the first place that I stop. So I could fly into Paris. Yes. Fly down to Biarritz. Mm-hmm. Yes. Spend a couple of days in Biarritz and then hightail it over to do some cooking. I love San this. Sebastian. Also, when is this trip? Because I might come. Um, you are welcome to come anytime. So I'm thinking about going there in the spring. Do you think the spring is going to be a good time to go? Yes. And I, cause I would say too, we were, it was, we were there to Biarritz was fine and was good. San Sebastian, they do a week of, um, inter, they do an international fireworks competition. Called oh, okay, the, that's kind of random. It's so random. It was called the Grand Samana. So it's like the big week. And so every night a different country competes and they do fireworks. And the fireworks are insane and amazing. So we were there. If That didn't happen every night of our trip, but it happened a couple nights in San Sebastian. So, I mean, people descend on San Sebastian. So it was it was wildly crowded during this fireworks and competition. And it's already crowded. On a big yes. day in San Sebastian, yes. you're literally, like, kind of elbowing mm-hmm. your way up to the Pinchos Bar. And, like, I, I don't know if I could... Go that crowded. It's true. I think we were very happy we did it. The fireworks were amazing, but it might be like, okay, I think we've checked off the fireworks competition. But they, they were wild. I kept saying, do they have different rules when you do European fireworks? Because these fireworks seem so enormous to me. Like, taking up the sky. I mean, they were, the fireworks displays were wild. I took videos. I could show you. But they were, it was out of control. And that was every night they did it. And 
It was crazy. And we were even saying, how do you judge a fireworks competition? Like, how do you decide who wins a fireworks competition? Because every night just sort of outdid the other night. This also meant our dinner reservations were getting later and later in San Sebastian. So we're literally eating at 945. So it's like, well, we need fireworks. Then we have to go to dinner. I mean, so that that's what was happening. But... That sounds amazing. I mean, for me, like it sounds like September, October, right. November would probably be a good time to yes. be in in Biarritz. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, like one of the dark horse destinations for New Year's Eve is actually San Sebastian. Oh, and you know, it's a fraction of the price sure. that it typically is during the highest mm-hmm. season. There are people there, but not so many people. Right. So I'm wondering, we'll have to do a little research on whether Biarritz would be a good combination yes. for San Sebastian. No, I think so, too. I think they they were, like, a perfect... And this was, like, definitely a food-centric trip. We should say that. But I think the relaxing elements of Biarritz were just so great. Just the vibe. I mean, it's like, oh, we're just ha- we're having a little drink before dinner. And there was no rush to go anywhere. There was nothing we had to see. And I feel like that also changes your trip. You know, when it's like, oh, I'm not trying to experience anything else but just sort of live amongst the people and eat at your great restaurants and enjoy your resources and put back in, you know, and that was great. I think you put it the best way about Biarritz is that this is not a vacation where you need a vacation from your vacation. This is a real vacation. (laughs) Like talk about like the perfect way just to nutshell Biarritz. Yes. And I feel like I knew that would speak to you because I know the trips you go. (laughs) And I am sure you're like, wait, I need to go to a spa after that vacation. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Like after being in Syria, beautiful place and all of these like crazy kind of very off grid places. I come back home and I'm like, Darn, I really need to like relax and decompress. Right. But I will tell you right now, like you look ten years younger. No, we like, literally we, we literally seriously. said that. We came back and we're like, oh my gosh, are we refreshed? Because I've gone back to work in <laughs> September. You know, when you're mad, you have to go back to work. You're mad you're not on vacation. And like John and I both said, wait, are we are we refreshed? Did we actually really relax? on this trip and we did because there was sort of nothing we had to do and then we were happy to do everything we were doing and everything delivered like every minute it was just like oh my gosh yes more more of this this is fabulous why don't we live this way all the time my gosh guys so you've heard it here beer ritz is the place that you need to know yes i would say for sure definitely i mean it's so it was easy to get to everybody was great it's beautiful I think it's just what you need. And I mean perfect in the summer. And even in the not summer, not everybody needs the heat of August. That's what we, I would say, listen, I, I love a spring, early fall. I think those would both be perfect and beautiful. Well, there you go. Once again, we are bringing you the world here at Off the Cuff with Gallivant. I'm so excited to see where we're going to end up traveling. I know. For the rest oh, of this same. season. Same with me, Christina. Where are you going next? Who knows? Tune in to find out, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you the next time, guys.